Fred and Fred, Fred and Fred, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. It is the Brad and Brit cast. Glad you're with us again. As always, we are doing this live in the 1.30 p.m. Eastern hour on Tuesday. Tuesday. That's right. It's two for Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of a weird list here, but why don't we just start off about buying turkeys? Start right, let's off do buying turkeys. I saw this thing the other day saying, oh, there might be a, they do this every year. Oh, there might be a turkey shortage. The price might right. be up and you might be able to get your turkey early. So I said, all right, we'll get our turkey early here. And uh, we have a, we have a section of our, of our family that uh, is demanding an organic turkey. Okay. Not a tofurkey, not a turducken, yeah. but just an organic turkey. Right. Okay. They've been around for a while. And they're more expensive than, than uh, non-organic turkeys. But uh, damn they, well worth it. Non-organic turkeys are insulted, kicked, abused, starved, <laughs> slapped, insulted, racially profiled. Racially profiled. <laughs> yes, they are. And organic turkeys get fantastic, very often vegetarian feed and uh they have rooms the size of the ritz and uh they don't have to mess with each other so that's the difference between i see i know this stuff because i researched okay that's Mm -hmm. the difference Mm -hmm. um anyway so i'm 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 looking last night on uh on the google and uh it's not quite as simple as as you i mean you can get them prepared for you just give me a fucking frozen thing well, you know, like a bowling ball frozen organic turkey and i found the best price and i found it at a place i'd never been to yet um and this is one of the uh the two super low-end german grocery chains that uh, are infecting the united states corner by corner because they're really good at what they do why do you keep doing it that way why do you keep talking like that <laughs> Well, that's a lead up to talk about Adidas and and, and oh, ye later. Okay, we're doing we're doing doing German stereotypes. <laughs> anyway, I'd, I'd never been to a little a little L I D L. What'd you think of that one? Because I've been in that one like once. I thought I thought it was great. It's pretty much. It's pretty nice. I thought it was great, and 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 here's why: because I mentioned it in in tandem with Aldi. Yeah. And of course, you know. Aldi, you know, reminds you, even if you've never lived in Manhattan, okay, or in the New York area, which just in general has shitty grocery stores, just right. in general. Right. Because of space and rent and all that other shit. It's just horrible there. Uh, an Aldi reminds you of a, of, of a shitty New York grocery store with lower prices, but... It's uncomfortable. It's just—it's a dreadful experience. You—you you have to really suck it up to go. I'm saving money. All right. Was that a fair characterization of of Aldi? It's—I think even that's—I've been much harsher than that in the past, and I think it's gotten better there. But yeah, it's not fun. Yeah, you no, know, they're trying. They're—they're they're trying. But oh, you know, the other day, 
is true. The other day, I, I, I go to the one, there's, there's a couple pretty close to me, and I go to this one, and they have the, the uh, problem of a squeaky automatic door. And I'm not just talking about squeak, like, you know, the door is opening constantly because people are going in and out. And every time it does, okay, just the, like the whole store has to come to a stop over and over. And, and I thought, wow, That's wow, this is the kind of thing that you really need somebody on, on, on speed dial with uh when, with some oil to fix that. And I thought, oh, that, that's kind of low-rent stuff. I guess it could happen anywhere. I understand that. But this, has been, so- this has been many years ago. When we were on WZTK, I went on a rant about how unpleasant it was to shop at Aldi. This would have been like 14, 15 years ago. And it was one of those where we, I got the emails, I am never, ever listening to you again. Your mother is a whore. I hope you die. I mean, it was like the most con- one of the most controversial things. So I would I I elaborated about why I thought it was just a terrible experience. It's like in a Turkish bazaar, and you got to bring your own things, and you got to slam everything on the table, and try to you know like a putz, put the stuff into bags and wheel it out. If you don't have a quarter, you're fucked. The whole thing. You would have thought that I insulted yeah. somebody's lineage. Okay, but everything you just said is really inarguable and 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 largely true. But you suck it up to save yeah. the money, right? And, and actually, a lot of their products, I think, are really, really good. They're very high quality. I have I no agree. problem with their. But, I agree. But you know, there's a there's a close your eyes kind of mentality that you have to go through, at a, especially if it's crowded and there. Good luck. And, um, then, and then sometimes the other thing is they put they shove those things in not the best places. You know, not the best parts of town. Uh, well, the, the Aldi's. I, that's are, not, yeah. not necessarily true. I mean, the you, one near you, you is great. Do you think the I one, live in a shitty part of town? No, Britain? no. The one the one near you is awesome. The Wonder You is fantastic. I mean, it's one of the nicer ones I've ever seen anywhere. I, I want you to apologize to my side of town. Your side of town is great. I want you to head to the Wonder Randleman Road and tell me the same thing. Well, tell me how great it is over there. Well, so if it was up to you, there would be food deserts where the neighborhoods are not up to Britt Whitmire's <laughs> That's uh, right. rather arrogant standards, right? That's Those correct. people should have to shop at shitty little bodegas <laughs> and right. pay $9 for a loaf of bread. That's that what right? I said. That That's that exactly what I said. You and your elitist. This is why the Republicans are kicking your ass. <laughs> um, wait a minute. So the Lidl, the Lidl store, I found a way, way cut above. First of all, they don't go through the uh, stick a quarter in the fucking grocery no. cart. No. You know, they assume you're really not going to steal it. <laughs> Whatever That's reason. not the point. No, the point is they want you, they don't want to have to hire somebody to go wrangle those fuckers back. That's why uh, they, that's why Aldi charges a quarter. Oh, if I, if I would have known that, I would have left it out in the parking lot <laughs> instead of bringing it back. That's, you know, they, they're at, the, at almost any point in time, I don't think I've ever seen more than three human beings in an Aldi store at one time, right? That's how they keep prices low. They don't hire anybody in there. And oh, most of the yeah, time, inter- it's two. I absolutely keep employment uh, down, which is uh, what makes America great. Yeah. Um, but the the, Lidl's, the the aisles are wide. It's yeah, bright it's nice. in there. And Clean. they have a mix of uh, actual brand name stuff and you know their own house brands, which I think is a lot more uh, palatable and I saw last night that they had the price on the uh, a brand name. It's uh, uh, Plainfield Farms or something. Organic turkeys, no antibiotics, no nothing. You know, three fifty nine a pound, pretty good. 
So I drove over there and I got it. And uh, there you go. Uh, off to the races. Um, but I, so the, 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 it was a nice experience being in there. Too. It's great. It's very clean. It's very easy to get in and out. The parking lot is great. The because we know great. how to shine our shoes very well. We're very clean people. Let me tell you what is going on in the store. We have so low prices. Yeah, no, it's really, it's a good, it's a good experience. And I don't know how Aldi uh, gets it so terribly wrong, but they get it so terribly right at Lidl. For mm. sure. So, so you're all set. You're all set on your your turkey. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it it's in there right now. Uh, let's see, losers of the day. Losers of the day yeah. are ivermectin and ye. <laughs> yeah. Why, yeah, I, don't, I don't even want to call this guy Yee. Fuck that guy being called Yee. He doesn't get to get called by his own nickname. Oh, so you're, you're going to disrespect him now. Yeah. You know? yeah maybe, maybe he's right. Maybe he's yeah. right about a few things. Uh, so he gets dropped today by Adidas, the German <laughs> sporting goods company. It took us Apparently a while. They were, they were, for some reason, the German company was the last one for which anti-Semitism yeah. was the uh, was the knockoff point. We thought we had uh, gotten rid of the Jews so they would not be offended by anything. Turns out there are a few left. Yeah. Did, but, you hear the, did you ever hear the joke that Robin Williams told to Conan? He's a, he said he was in Germany one time, and a German interviewer goes, why is comedy not a little thing in Germany? And Robin Williams goes, well, did it ever occur to you? You, you killed all the funny people? All right, that's too much. <laughs> cancel Robin Williams. Yeah, cancel Robin Williams. Can we let's do ivermectin first? Sure. Okay, because you know we're what into about our seventh year of of talking this way, and we're into about our seventh year of talking about what's going to happen at Thanksgiving if you're around Trumpers or they're in your family or someone invites one. You know how how does that and it seemed like we thought, say, right after the election for about two minutes, that maybe the next Thanksgiving in 2021 20, uh, would be a little bit more. But that's never changed, right, mm-hmm. for, for people that have had to go through that, I assume. Um, and you got to keep dealing with it. You, you got to keep dealing. I mean, if you got election deniers, you got to – and uh, at Duke – one of our favorite universities, once again, they did a deep, deep study on ivermectin. And they found that it don't do shit for, for people who have mild or moderate COVID. It doesn't work. It's just bullshit. Ivermectin, a drug once touted by conservatives as a treatment for COVID, does not meaningfully improve the recovery time for people with mild to moderate cases large clinical trial peer-reviewed journal and we know what they're all about (laughs) but does that matter anymore brit does it make any difference to talk about or report Uh, let me uh, let me um let me let me do my imitation of joe rogan getting this news eight million nine million what It doesn't. It doesn't really matter. So you're the problem. I'm the problem. 
Duke University is the problem. And they are for a lot of things, no, but not a lot of things. No. no, for this, they nailed it. For, for, they, they studied at 93 different places. I mean, they went all, I mean, there, there's just no question about it. It's in the New England Journal of Medicine. And we know where they're coming from, New <laughs> England. It's also sternly the... warned against people taking ivermectin designed for animals like horses and cows. It's mm. not the Duke medical people that are the problem. It's more the Duke law folks. Those that's... are the real issue. That's the real problem. Yeah, we like the medical school, the law medical school. school. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, right. For that. All right, back over to, back over to uh, Kanye West. And, and, and Brit, Kanye West is one of those people, at least for me, that I have largely been able to completely ignore Oh, he was really good. He and, was really good. you know, every once in a while, for instance, if they throw him on Saturday Night Live, it takes me a good two or three seconds to hit the fast forward when his music is on or something like that. So I am exposed to him kind of like that. But other than that, I'm, I have no interest. None, none whatsoever. He used to be a hell of a, I mean, he used to be a hell of an artist. He put out a couple of really, really good albums. You know what? I don't think I would enjoy them, even if they were touted as uh, Rolling Stones, one of the top 12 albums of all time. You might be surprised. Think you, might you, think. you might be quite surprised. He's very good. There's a couple of really good ones. And then I have a theory. Uh, I think Kim Kardashian's ass destroys uh, people. I think that that NBA guy that she was with, I think he was on an upward oh, trajectory. Chris Humphreys. Yeah. Chris Humphreys. Yeah. I think he crashed and burned after meeting her ass. And I think. Uh, Hold it. See, you're supposed to murder me for saying, <laughs> why do you know yeah, the name? I love this. This is so Chris great. Humphreys. This is so you're great. You're supposed to get me on this because I'm not supposed to know about it because it's, I just said here's, I've ignored everything here, about Kanye West. Here's, had, what, here's what just you happened. you blew it. You are like the Charlie no, Crist no, and I'm, I'm DeSantis. You I'm had a not. chance to kill me and you let me off the mat. Here's what here's what just happened, If you, in case you missed it. Oh, fuck Kanye West. He's terrible. I wouldn't listen to him if I was on a desert island and they shoved him up my ass. But the Chris Humphreys, now that was a pretty good little guy. He had a pretty good jump shot there. I liked him with the Celtics. Now that's different. <laughs> All right, so the big question now that uh, Kanye West has been uh, dropped by Adidas, which must have been paying him a fortune. Apparently, he was responsible for about ten percent of their sales. He was a big, uh, big spokesperson for them. So, uh, question is, will his record deal go down the tube? He's with a Universal Music Group. They're one of the big, or is it two or three that's left that, that has I, everything? I don't think that one's going to matter either. I think it'll just self-publish or whatever. I don't think it's yeah. going to matter. But then it's going to be up to like, well. Uh, okay. Is, is, uh, is, is, wait, but wait. Then it's going to be like is Spotify or Amazon or whoever going to carry his music? They're going to stream his catalog. Hmm. Mm. That's going to be but, the real question, you know. And then people, Spotify, people Spotify like you, Britt, you'll find a way to hear him because he's that oh, good. I oh no, that, I'm downloading it now and squirreling it away. Now, uh, it, again, this will be uh, Spotify, which is such a proponent of free speech, Brad. Uh, they, they'll just have to. <laughs> they'll just have to continue to stream his music because they just believe in that sort of thing. So the the you know, I, I again I, I have not dove into this story too hard, but this is legitimate cancel culture as far as I'm concerned, and it isn't anything new. Um, if you're that bad, you're gonna fuck your life up, and so he's just getting 
as far as I'm concerned, what he deserves. However, we have to pretend now that we're uh, right wingers. We're on talk radio. We're we're, we're those people now. Uh, is Kanye West been proven correct here? Because so many of the people who run the organizations who have said to him, no mo, no mo business with you, uh, the record executives, um, probably some people in a, they, they might actually be Jews, you know? And oh. so therefore it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. They can, his criticism, if you want to call it that, is just anti-Semitic shit, is they run the world, they control everything, blah, blah. And now he is being subject to, quote, being controlled by the world, which, by the way, is not all Jews. There just aren't enough Jews. See, this is the problem with the whole idea. There really aren't enough Jews in the world to do what they're purported to do in running everything. There just aren't. Okay, I think there what's it? I think it's like 19 million in the whole world. That's right. it. That's all you got. That's that's what? Uh, that's just two thirds of the entire population of uh, Florida, right? There's like 30 million people. It's not that many people. Um, but even if it was, it wouldn't matter. But you get the point. Um, who's coming to his defense? Is anybody? Oh sure. Oh yeah. Let me let me. I'll I'll give you I'll give you a name, and you won't be surprised by this at all. Because the former Kansas City Star reporter and national sports figure of an asshole, Jason Whitlock. Oh. Well, and I assume that I assume that the Nazis and the neo Nazis and the white supremacists and all those are just they are the biggest Kanye West fans ever because you know he says exactly what what they say right right so right they've got a they've got a brother in in arms there don't they mm-hmm. that, that's, that's got to be part of his his fan club um has trump said anything about this i don't think so i mean it's also fairly clear to anybody that's been watching kanye west for a while but there are some people who are exploiting him and his mental illness his rather clear mental illness again not a psychiatrist, not a psychologist, never been to medical school. I think that's a fairly easy diagnosis. Just just me. I just, it just feels like it. There are a, a fair number of people that are doing pretty well, kind of trotting that guy out there and letting him be mentally ill for the world to see. I don't know whether that's me- – Britt, that's not mental illness. Well, it's not an excuse. I'm not saying it's, it's no, an but, excuse. No, but it, it, because he's saying these, you know, were all the Nazis mentally ill? No. Well, no. They it's, weren't. It's, it's not an excuse. And by the way, are all the neo-Nazis in the United States and the white supremacists mentally ill? No, but this is a, this is just what this is just the latest manifestation of his mental illness that's been going around for a while. But you, uh, keep, you keep talking as if it's a given that he is. Oh, I think he is. Uh, and I, I, I think don't, la- I, don't I think last that. year, I think last year and earlier this year when he was making all sorts of public remarks about wanting to murder Pete Davidson, to me that was a manifestation of his mental illness, and it's been around for a while. And I think he's actually copped to it. Um, but yeah, he, there's, there's, some, there are a few people that are out there who are on his entourage that are happy to, uh, to go ahead and roll him out there and make a few bucks off of him. Now it may be a little harder to make a few bucks off of him these days because <laughs> there are some reports that perhaps he's spending money a little bit, uh, at greater rate than he's bringing it in. And now it might be a little bit harder to make that money, but you know, no, I, I, uh, I, I, I can't 
in any way support him. And I don't know how people actually continue to say, oh, this is just a free speech issue. I don't understand how people are continuing to do that, but that's what a few people are continuing to do. Well, those all those all can't be simultaneous. Okay, mm-hmm. um, if you're going to attribute his public stances on things via Twitter and in in interviews to mental illness, mm-hmm. um, at the at the same time, looking the other way until it reaches some some level, then um, does he have guns? We have to ask that because does he have access to guns? I'm just guessing. It's just a, a crazy guess. Yes. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. <laughs> I would say so. Right. Right. So and then that would be a logical next part of this story wouldn't it? well again you, you there's a, a, a certain number of people one of them who was running for the united states senate from the state of north carolina who would hate to see kanye have less than unfettered access to firearms correct oh you're blaming the white guy ted budd huh by the way in case you missed it uh barack obama officially endorsing the sherry beasley Wow, the video this wet, wetting that one out. Yeah. Well, you, you might want to get with their campaign because they thought it was a big deal. Released it in a video on their social media accounts today. Uh, meanwhile, has Barack he been Obama, here? Has uh, he been the, in this state to 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 uh, to campaign for her? Not that I'm aware. I feel like that would have made news, and you and I would have been attuned to that. Yeah, I, I, I was asking rhetorically because I don't understand why. Yeah, he has uh, uh, skipped over this state. Well, at least so per, far. per your most recent sarcastic remarks, well, it was because it was no, there was no question he was going to support her. So why would he even come? Uh, well, the Manning brothers last night on their Manning. Wait, cast, wait, 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 wait. No, no, you're not going to get away with that. Yeah, sure, I am. With, with Since you logic, were like, Whoa, wait, wait, I'm so glad. The logic would be the only reason he would come yeah. is if he hadn't yet endorsed her, and that that would no. You're you're coming to be here mm-hmm. to generate excitement sure. and show solidarity with yeah. her explain uh, explain the how endorsements work that, that is that's just a given that's irrelevant so you can't get away with that one Arthur. explain how endorsements work to barack obama that's good that's pretty well but it's not it, it's not a big thing <laughs> but it, but the only thing that matters is Him his coming. presence his ability yeah. to to talk straight to uh, people who I mean, have, you, have you seen the uh the video that he's uh, put out, that's pretty funny. Yeah, 60 uh, seconds. Uh, and and the funniest part of it is, apparently, this is, I'm the only one that's noticed this. Mm-hmm. The first thing he says out of his mouth is, uh, I think he says, my name is Barack Obama. I was the president of the United States uh, 10 years ago. Okay. Well, that's kind of funny, but in a way, it's sort of not. Because what it is, it's a reminder. It's yeah. a reminder of just how quickly things move and how many people have grown up now just in the years that Obama left office. It's what, six years almost who have no memory of him as president. Okay. And they're of voting age now. They barely remember him. And and so he's saying that tongue in cheek because he's still one of the most recognizable people in the world. But the fact that he said it, it it, kind of does, does say something you know it's uh um 
you know, it's it's six years from now. If LeBron James retires and he does a hi, I'm LeBron James. I used to play basketball, right? Over, right, exactly. Yeah. It's over. This is, so. uh, this is uh, the Manning cast last night, uh, Monday Night Football. Uh, Barack Obama trying to get people to vote, and the Manning brothers just trying to watch a really fairly mid, as the kids say, Monday Night Football game. <laughs> the Manning brothers trying to just watch the Patriots lose in a terrible game to the Chicago Bears. Uh, did you go vote yesterday, Brad? I, I didn't yet. Oh. I didn't yet because I was running around today buying turkeys yeah, and, uh, and 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 getting money orders for for uh, various reasons that I didn't I went, get to post uh, off. So I went yesterday, and I want to make sure that you, make sure you get one of those neato pens that they have. They give out to you. Now, did you did you see any attempt by creepy people to intimidate you, take pictures of you, no, glare at you, anything had, like uh, that? I had one woman give me the Republican voter guide. I immediately handed it back to her as she encouraged me to. Pass it around to my friends. Went no, you just recycle this. Uh, no, and here in Guilford County in North Carolina, they're still handing out 2020 pens from the 2020 election cycle. Just thought I'd bring that up to you. Two-year-old pens. Well, why not? Uh, should they just be thrown out? They should be thrown out. Just because they can't afford any new ones because Joe Biden has driven up the price of pens so much due to inflation. Thanks a lot, Biden. Well, that's true. Thank you, Biden. Absolutely true. <laughs> no, I did vote yesterday, and it was very easy, and it took five seconds, and I was not intimidated in any way. I do, I do like going to go vote because it is one of the few places I can go and feel like I'm the youngest guy in the room when the people, you know, the poll workers are a little bit older than me. I'm like, hey, I, I'm the young guy now. <laughs> and guess what? That won't last. No, it won't. It's no, it won't. Always temporary. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's it's way more temporary i talked to uh, i talked to my people that I, i've known for a number of years ago do you have the pleasure of now working with people who are old enough to be your children they go yep yeah we do <laughs> yes we do <laughs> it's a great feeling mm. all right uh how about non-wizard of oz versus lurch tonight wow Let's do that one. Pennsylvania debate tonight. Uh, Dr. Oz and John Fetterman tonight, and he will have the uh, captioning device to be able to uh, uh, quickly and more easily process the uh, words coming at him, which, uh, as you know, and they won't say it out loud, but they want you to think that means he's not capable of being a U.S. senator. I want you to think about how stupid that is. It's pretty stupid. I want you to think how dumb that is, especially if you want to play the what about game, which is uh, what about the several? It's not one. It's several senators who are near death. They are at death's door every day that they walk in to do their jobs. Fortunately, some get it and decide to, to walk away. For instance, I'll give you a name, Pat Leahy of Vermont. He's been a member of Congress and a senator for practically forever, as long as I can remember. I believe he's in his mid-80s, and he's not running for re-election. That would be up in 
Vermont. Remember, in Vermont, Bernie Sanders is the junior senator. (laughs) 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 Because Pat Leahy is substantially (laughs) older. That's great. (laughs) So, Bernie Bernie Sanders becomes the senior senator when uh, Pat Leahy gets gets replaced. But then on the other hand, uh, you have people like Dianne Feinstein, who is apparently there's just it's just mashed potatoes now between her ears. Sad to say, <laughs> not to make. I'm not, not I'm not trying to insult mashed potatoes. I'm really not. <laughs> here's here, here's my Thanksgiving tip for mashed potatoes. Ready? Use buttermilk. Hmm. Use buttermilk. My mother gave me that tip many years ago, and it's a winner. Right. So she's, she's. Uh, I I think she's eighty nine and and still has two years to go on, whatever term of office uh, she is in. I think she's been elected about six or seven times. And uh, Charles Grassley, I believe, is eighty nine mm-hmm. in Iowa, and uh, if we're lucky, if we're lucky, he'll lose. He's running for re-election, and he's running against a guy who's really, really good, a really smart uh, Democratic candidate there. And the polls are, in the case of Chuck Grassley, uncomfortably close. He's not used to this kind of challenge. Um, but Grassley's 89, so he, he, he would be 95 or 96 if he were to serve out his term. And just to give you an idea how long Grassley has been – not just in in Congress, but in, just in the Senate. Uh, I believe he was in Congress for about 20 years, 20 years before he became a senator. And the year he became a senator was the year I had my first morning show gig in Des Moines, Iowa. So I was in Iowa in 1981, Jesus. and Grassley had just been elected in November of 1980. So it's all these years later. And he has had that job ever since then. Think about that, okay? That's uh, 42 years of being a senator, and he was a congressman, I think, for about 20 years before that. So he has been in elective office for Iowans for 60 fucking years. When do you think he entered uh, the United States House of Representatives? I, well, I thought it was about 20 years before that. It was about 19, uh, in like the 60s, right? No, it's a 75. He said he was elected and he was sworn in in 75, which, by the way, that's, you know, 47 years ago. It's quite a, it's quite a, probably like a local, he was probably like a local yokel before that. Yeah. 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 That's exactly right. 40, 47 years. So that's quite a ways. Um, so to talk about John Fetterman, considerably younger than those guys who had a stroke and many people have strokes. Younger people have strokes these days. It isn't reserved for just old people. And uh, many, most of them recover quite well. The technology and uh, medical science, probably from places like Duke University, has advanced to the point where uh, you're going to recover fine. You're going to have a productive life. And there's no. Re- but because this is politics, um, and the interesting part of it is that the opponent, Dr. Oz, has done heart surgery on people and is very familiar with uh, the issues that Fetterman faces. So what is he doing? He's lying. He's demagoguing it. And he's pretending that, you know, Fetterman just, just, there's just no fucking way the guy can can conserve it. You know, 
he had the stroke, what, about four months ago? Right. Not four months ago. And, you know, he's recovering, I think, at a great, great rate, a good speed, very typical of a person who is paying attention to what they need to pay attention to and has obviously the best medical care that uh, money can buy. And he's used it to his advantage and the technology is there to help him along. And um, I would just hope that nobody, nobody in Pennsylvania falls for, for this. And how is, how is Oz going to play this? He can't, he can't do dog whistle, subtle digs at Fetterman's health. Because yeah. Fetterman will call, he'll call him out in two seconds for doing. It's got to be big stuff. It's got to be very uh, overt stuff. He, he has to stick with the issues, and Fetterman is going to bait him. I think Fetterman's going to bait him because he can bait him on so many things, including, not the least of which, he's really not a Pennsylvanian which uh, is always a good way. I mean, Tim Ryan is using that against J.D. Vance. Uh, J.D. Vance, hardly an Ohioan these days. He's more of a Silicon Valley hanging out with Peter Thiel and those Silicon Valley fuck faces way more than he is someone who can relate to the working class people of Ohio. In other words, you know, the, the uh, white folks who don't have a college education who may have suffered a job loss in the last few decades. And the Tim Ryan... He's he's right in there with them. He he is mm-hmm. one of them. He talks like them. Mm-hmm. He acts like them. He is them. And I would be really really disappointed. I'd be really disappointed if uh, Ohio went for J.D. Vance. This is a state that's reelected Sherrod Brown, who mm-hmm. for all intents and purposes is a clone of Tim Ryan. He really mm-hmm. really is. He's a ruffled working class guy who who speaks plain English and uh, addresses the, the needs of, of people all over that state, regardless of their party. And Tim Ryan is in that same mold, maybe even more so. And it would be just, that would be a tragic loss. That would be a tragic loss to see that, that seat stay Republican uh, with, with J.D. Vance, who is, uh, you talk about selling your soul to the devil. My God, he did it. He certainly <laughs> did it. Um, and so despite um, all of these polls that are showing a lot of uh, Republican momentum, you talk about uh, perhaps Grassley being in trouble and all this stuff. I know that yeah, uh, I think I think we're in a, a way less predictable moment than the polls are showing. I mean, here you go on uh, on 538 today. Most candidates who think 2020 was rigged are probably going to win in November. And uh, there's no arguing with the fact that uh, some of these people, some of the worst of the worst. And I remember hearing about this woman, uh, Anna Paulina Luna, down in Florida. I think she's run a couple of different times for Congress, and she never gets out of the starting blocks. And apparently she's about to win. Uh, the way 538 does it is they, they do uh, how many chances out of 100 is this person likely to win? And she's at 97 out of 100 chances the way they run their their simulations they run the model they run the model 100 times she wins 97 of those times right right so she's one of the worst of the worst because she's flat out said joe biden is not the president donald trump won this election and i do believe that voter fraud occurred she says these things 
but the uh, godforsaken state of Florida is uh, is all in for her, at least in that particular district, which I'm sure was uh, gerrymandered for your safety and comfort. Yeah. If you're a uh, Republican. President Biden having some fun with the polls in front of a group of people saying Republicans ahead, Democrats ahead, Republicans ahead, disputing the reliability of those polls uh, uh, ahead of the. Of course, it, what's he going to say? Well, you know what? The polls are right. We that's give it. up. We're and out. Fuck it, us. That's not, it's not news. When I'm going to no, head up I mean, to Rehoboth Beach. I'll uh, see you guys when it's all over. We'll figure yeah, out how many seats yeah, we got left. It's, it, 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 it doesn't work that way. But but, um, you know, uh, two weeks is. Is, is a long time. Things can actually still happen. And I, uh, uh, I think there are going to be some, some upsets in, in, in both directions. The real, the real recriminations are going to be in any particular case where um, the Democratic strategy of elevating the worst candidate possible yeah. uh, who was thought to have been unelectable gets elected. Yeah, and then of course it'll be the end of the world. That'll be the end of the world. That's kind okay. of, but you, you knew you said it at the time they were playing with fire on that whole situation anyway. Well, I know they're playing with fire and, and it was never guaranteed to work, but you know what the answer to that is? The answer to that is, is this is what we thought would work. And we knew if the Republican nominee was a quote unquote, reasonable Republican, we had no chance whatsoever. So this is what we did. Does it work every time? No. In in Pennsylvania, in Pennsylvania, uh, Doug Mastriano is getting his ass kicked. He's down by more than double digits, and Josh Shapiro will be the next governor of Pennsylvania. That's important because that has to do with with uh, counting the votes and. Uh, I think uh, the secretary of state, it might be one of those states where he gets appointed by the governor. So, right. so if, if Mastriano would have been elected governor, which I don't think he's going to be, um, uh, Pennsylvania could be a, a full blown basket case in 2024 where a Republican must win or we will fix the results and we will have fake electors and the whole thing. So in this case, in the governor's race in Pennsylvania, it, it's working pretty well. Um, I don't think that Dr. Oz was considered that kind of candidate. And Dr. Oz, I don't believe, was elevated by a Democratic campaign. No, he wasn't, but he could easily turn into one of those very dangerous election-denying people, for sure. Oh, I'm, 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 not, I'm, I'm not questioning that. But, but if he wins, it won't be because the Democratic strategy there uh, elevated him. No. Um, and, and by the way, again, there was... Uh, the guy that he beat, uh, that guy from Philadelphia, who was a, a, a down-the-middle, mainstream, good-quality Republican kind of guy, right? Um, uh, probably would have had a much better chance of, of beating John Fetterman. So if Oz squeaks by, it won't be for the reason that we were just uh, talking about there. David McCormick, David McCormick was, McCormick, yeah, he defeated right. the McCormick was a solid, was a solid guy, Republican, not a nut, a CEO, and, kind of a country club Republican, really. Yeah. 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 As opposed to, I don't, again, I don't know what the fuck Oz is. I think a, like a insane Martian. I don't know what, I have no idea what that guy is. I have no idea what you would call him. Uh, let's go back. We, we finish up. With some more on the uh, Trump Woodward tapes that have been released, I don't know uh, why I keep calling them tapes. I guess it's because they're calling them tapes. That's but okay. 
Maybe he did use a tape recorder. I don't know. Uh, Trump very upset now. Loses it on Bob Woodward for releasing the tapes of their interviews. He had no <laughs> right to use my voice. Oh, stop. That, you know what? <laughs> Hang on. I, I need a seatbelt on this chair so I don't fall off of it laughing. <laughs> It's beyond parody. Uh, one of the interesting pieces of the recordings, uh, the, the transcripts that were that they've, they've had now, is that Bob Woodward was talking to Trump about a plan for COVID. He goes, Bob, 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 I got 106 days. If I release it too far ahead of the election, it's not going to help me out with re-election. What are you talking about? What are you talking about, you dumbass? Why would I do anything now about COVID? I got to wait till we get close to the election. Then I'll put something out there. Then it'll help me win re-election. Right, right. And I, uh, I, I saw Woodward last night. Uh, he and uh, this other guy, Burnstone, uh, were never heard of him. Burnstone. Would, Con- would Kanye enjoy him? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he was he was describing the uh, the whole situation with COVID going back to uh, January and February of 2020, when Trump would just lie, flat out lie, not just to Woodward, but. He he told this story to Woodward about Little Baron, who at that time was uh, I don't know how old he was, pretty young, um, asking Daddy what's going on here, and Trump lied to Baron. He lied to him over COVID, and 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 the whole issue. He told the same lie to his kid that he told to the country. He spun it. He lied. He bullshitted. Um, and, you know. Well, he's, uh, he's 16 now. He would have been like 14. Yeah. yeah. He's like 14 and maybe 14 a little 30. bit younger than that. So, but, well, but the rule is with Donald Trump, you're never too young to be lied to. By <laughs> okay. Well, he told, no uh, he told uh, Woodward very early on, and that's been out there for a while, that, yeah, it's, it's a lot worse than people say, but I don't want to – I don't want to panic anybody. I don't want to get anybody all up in arms on this, and I'm trying to play it cool, Bob. No, <laughs> no. And, you know, and what I think Woodward's talk about, you know, having uh, uh, long talks with uh, Doctor Redfield and Fauci, and of course they they were exasperated with Trump from the first minute over this from the from the first minute. Um, yeah, they're trying There's to. They're no, trying to. They're yeah. they're putting flashing red lights in front of his face, and he's just not there. He can't. He's not. He's not getting it. Yeah. So what does that mean? It means uh, he needs to be renominated. <laughs> Absolutely, possibly. Yeah. Don't, don't you think that that everyone deserves a second chance? Oh sure, I sure. think they do. <laughs> Especially rich, very rich white guys. They deserve second chances more than anybody. Yeah. 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 So I, I, I understand that they, they had, uh, how should we say it, a, a little bit of a difficulty in the first day of jury selection in New York, um, trying to, to rustle up people who would say flat out, of course, I can be objective about Donald Trump, because, you know, being objective about Donald Trump is like asking, you know, are, are you objective about cancer? Are you for it or against it? What, what do you think? Uh, so. They they did throw some uh, throw some people to the curb who you know let it all out there and you know that that's the that's the horrible horrible underbelly of the whole idea that Trump 
if and when he does get indicted by the uh, real Justice Department, not just getting raked over the coals in front of uh, the House committee, but if he really gets indicted, that means a jury has to be picked. And the chances that no matter how well you vet people, that you don't have one pretty good liar who wiggles his way onto a jury to acquit Donald Trump of everything and anything. It's a real consideration for Attorney General Merrick Garland. It really, really is. And if he makes the decision to not go forward with indictments just based on that, it's going to be trouble, 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 trouble. It's one of those, I would understand it, but I could not accept it. Yeah. Because you have to go through with the process. Because, and let's play this out. Let's role play this out. Let's say they do indict Trump you know, for uh, the documents that he, that he stole, for obstruction of justice, all these kinds of things that we know he's just guilty as, as sin of, for being truly the kingpin of January 6th. All, all these kind of things that we know. I'm mean, going to pick one, pick more than one. Uh, and a person gets in there and says, I don't think he did anything any other president hasn't done. It doesn't prove anything to me. You know, whatever a bullshit artist would say to not go along with, say, 11 other jurors who heard the uh, evidence and it was incontrovertible. And, and we know that, that, that Trump is guilty. Um, let's say that happens. Is that the worst thing in the world? Is that worse than letting him just walk away from all of this with no trial, no accountability, no nothing? For instance, you know, was, was O.J. Simpson, after he was acquitted in the criminal trial, was he considered, well, I guess uh, he didn't do anything. Yes, they acquitted. No, no, because we knew. And I think you have to take that. It's actually not a bad comparison, OJ and and Trump. It's just uh, uh, you know, Trump hasn't gotten you know, blood on his hands and couldn't drive a Bronco if he uh, had to. I don't think OJ drove it either. Where's Al Cowlings these days? Where Where is his old buddy? Hopefully he's what dead. Is- Hopefully he's dead and in hell. But I'm not sure exactly where Al Cowlings is. He's probably uh, test driving so, cars. So that's, that's, that's my that's my question. Would it, would it, in at any level, be better to not go through this to quote put the country through a trial if Trump were to be uh, acquitted because of uh, one juror or be a hung jury or, or whatever, whatever the ways mafia people seem to be able to skate. Although in the end, most mafia people get nailed. They don't all walk. But I think that's your your point. And I think that is the sick point is that all of the legal problems that Donald Trump seems to be having, they seem to enhance his luster within the Republican Party and within his followers. They love him that much more, the more trouble he gets into. Well, but you can't Merrick Garland. Think of him what you would. I don't think he's thinking I I don't want to do this. It'll enhance his. I get uh, that. No, no. Merrick Garland can't account for all the stupid people out there. That's right. Uh, Al Cowling, 75 years old and apparently living with the symptoms of chronic traumatic encephalopathy, Brad. 
It's a CTE boy, huh? One of those guys. So we don't know exactly how uh, he is. But again, thoughts and prayers as we uh, ended with yesterday. Thoughts yeah. and prayers to the Cowling family. Yeah. That's a good place. That's a good place to end on the name of someone who would be the most unlikely person we would talk about today at all, right? <laughs> would <laughs> definitely be on the bottom. Well, well Chris Humphreys. <laughs>